What is going on? And welcome back to another episode of Creative Digest, where we sit down and we talk with other creators and creatives and talk about their processes and their experiences. Today, we take it back to our roots where Ada and I sit down, we chop it up and we have a good time. Talking all things, the excitement of movies coming out this year, as well as the movies we've enjoyed thus far. Oscar season's just around the corner, so yes, we made sure to make a mention of that. Today's a lighthearted episode. It's an easy listen, so make sure that you tell us if you make it to the deep end and enjoy. Uh, 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 what's going on? <laughs> Welcome back to the Creative Digest, where we sit down and talk with other creators. <laughs> talk about their processes and their experiences. There's no way that wasn't the most entertaining intro we've done thus far. Yeah, Ash and I have been sitting here going through the roadcaster. <laughs> we all have. The- Voice auto presets, right? And we use well, okay. So we use the Rodecaster, the Rodecaster Pro too, and uh, it just has all of these like voice changer audio presets. And this one has to, to be the funniest that you can use, right? I like it a lot. I think it's hilarious. I mean, we I literally say, laugh when I want to hear it, but it just sounds like a disgruntled like fourth grader. Literally, <laughs> exactly. Well, I feel like there. if you like, I don't know. I think it's funny. <laughs> Lord. Oh my! There's, there's no way that gets there's no tiring way. at all. That never never will that not be funny. That's hilarious. I think that is so funny. And and the roadcaster even comes with um like some fun little uh, like sounds. You can like we can intro and be like ah. That's how we actually change segments. And that's, the show how, now. that's that how we're going to start changing. We're using. I think I love it. Um, and then there's, you know, if you say something stupid or something silly, I could hit him with a. Ah? <laughs> ah? Uh, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, you need a joke. We need to say something. Yeah, we do need yeah. to say something funny, but I don't have anything. Um, but if we say something. Not a naturally that, funny person. That isn't funny, but we try to be funny, we could hit him with a. I mean, this is basically just a fully produced podcast at this point. I mean, this is this that's, is this is production wise. That's as far as we need. to This go. is incredible. Uh, there's applause. So whenever we say something uh, applause worthy, I think we should. That goes on forever. That does keep going. I still feel like we should record in front of a live studio audience, but that's still just my hot take. I strongly agree with that 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 statement. Uh, there's all. I mean, I, bear with us here, listeners, because there's also crickets. And that's just comedy. That that is just great comedic timing. This is how we amp up the show. <laughs> and oh. That one was an accident, <laughs> but apparently that's supposed to be a record scratch, but that did not sound like a record scratch. Uh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on. Digital produce. Kind of sounds like a deflating balloon. Yeah, it does. Like, it sounds like, you know, like when you squeeze the balloon by the top and you just let yeah. out a little bit of air. That's that's exactly what it sounded like. I'm Man. just happy that we're actually, like, we went through multiple tests because last time... We oh, gosh. used this setup. Uh, yeah. Didn't really work out that well for us. Yeah, yeah. Last time, last time you and I sat down, it went terribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we, we what sound checked everything, went through everything. We're like, ah, oh, sweet, everything's good. Went through a whole show, and then what it was my audio that was just non-existent, just not there. Yeah, your mic was muted on here, but we were able to hear you the and entire we getting, time yeah. through our ears, and we were getting levels and everything. Yeah, it just at the very bottom, just had a little, little, little line, thing that little said line through it. And I was, I, I'm disappointed that I'm, I'm really happy with the roadcaster as a whole mm-hmm. and like how simple it is to use, 
but it's also like really easy just to not get levels. Yeah, it's also not dummy proof. Right. And which like we learned. If you go into like the deeper settings, you have to make sure in which this should be pretty straightforward, but like the Scarlet automatically well, most of the time it's like it right on the front it says forty eight volts and tells you like what you're using for phantom power and all that kind of stuff. But this, you have to like go into the mic settings and in my into the mic pre's and turn on phantom power and I don't know. I just think it's like a... That's what happens when you add a display. Yeah, I know. You have to like go into stuff. Yeah, you have to... It's annoying, but... Yeah, we love the technology we're provided with. We we do, we do. And uh, it it does streamline things. It does does streamline the process a little bit. So what do you... uh, we, they haven't heard from just us two in a while. Yeah. So what are you? What have you been up to lately? Um, you know, gosh, when was the? Man, it's been a minute. Yeah. So recently, more just projects, getting through midterms, things like that, surviving till spring break. What I was talking to you about earlier. Mm-hmm. Pretty much about we got a week and a half, and then we're done. Do we really? Yeah. Wow. And then we get a get a little break. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. You got any fun plans for spring break? Oh no, so sorry. Uh, no, I don't, actually. Um, I think I work during spring break, like, one of the days mm-hmm. for, like, Blue Jacket. So it's not, like, super, super crazy. So I could still plan something, like, around it. Uh, but no, no, I don't have any crazy plans. I've, like, talked to my mom a couple times, and she's just been like, yeah, for sure. And then I hear nothing from her. Yeah. Um, all right, where are you going? You're going somewhere. I'm going to Mexico. Whoa. Yeah. Where in Mexico? Uh, Cancun. Oh, aren't you oh, basic? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, I'll be fun. I've get never some, been to never been to Mexico, much less Cancun. Um, I went somewhere in Mexico like very long time ago, about a, like probably like a decade ago. But oh wow, I need to get my passport renewed. That's what I need to do. Yeah. You don't? I don't think you need a passport to if you're driving through. You just need your state ID if you drive to Mexico or if you drive to Canada. I don't know if that's true or not. But to fly, you do need a passport. I got a passport, so oh, yeah, you're good. I mean, you're good either way. Yeah, I got that. I got that fail safe. But, yeah. Um, things that I've been working on yeah. uh, for projects. even school, even school projects. Uh, what you have know, you been up to? Gotta love the good old assignments. Just finished a seven week class that was a pain in my butt. Oh well, what class? Um. <laughs> It's business communication, so Lick. very, very straightforward and easy class. But taking it in seven weeks, having to do double the amount of work in a week, yeah, not fun. No, not a, that is not when fun. You but throw now work and everything else. But. but now your workload is three credit hours lighter. No, yeah. for more than that, five credit hours because it's a, it's an accelerated course. So mm-hmm. now it's five credit hours lighter. Very happy about that. That's a dub. That's but, a dub. Uh, project wise, you know, doing things for uh, news reporting and. Directing. Okay. So doing a right now, actually finishing up today. I just have to finish the final post production on a news package that I did for the university's um, housing shortage that we oh. experienced over the past few years. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't think they plan on resolving anytime soon. It feels like. Well, it's one of those things <laughs> where that was like this is one thing I had to do way too much research on that more than I wanted to do. Right. Um, since they have things like, you know, Calhoun, for those who know Cincinnati, just opened up for all the yeah the freshmen. That were in Sadal yeah. and the graduate. And now the Sadal is getting renovated again. Mm-hmm. So they're like, great, we fixed the problem. Everything's fine. We're renovating another dorm. So now we now have the exact same problem. Um, yeah, it's just kind of seems, seems counterintuitive. But, I mean, hopefully they have a plan. But we're on track currently 
to break the record again of the most every submitted year, students. Every year, it's been a new record. Um, I think, what, they're going to be well over 48, Yeah, 48,000-something-something 48, 48, was last year. Yeah, they're going to break it by Easy. a few hundred. They're totally going to break it again. Well, because we're already at over 11,000 admitted students. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's not even March. And we're at over 11,000 admitted students. And I think it's growing by the hundreds every single day. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's insane. I mean, I have a lot of buddies. Um, a school that has a similar issue is Purdue mm. uh, University in Indiana, West it Lafayette. Would. I have a lot of buddies from high school who go there. And I would see videos of like, you know, like eight people in like a room together and I'm like, uh, that's insane that's wild like it looks like a barracks or like the military yeah. where they just have like the bed and the dresser and then it's just you know people that's, yeah out that's just room. that's just not it for me champ could not could not be me because that affects everything the more people that need houses the more expensive the houses in the surrounding area are going to be true which sucks supply yeah, my, high my, my demand rent low price high yeah your rent increased my rent was higher than it should have been and it's probably going to go up more if there's 11,000 more students trying to sneak in there and steal my apartment. But hey, at least I got a news story out of it for a class. You did get a news story out of it. And I think that's going to be really cool. Do you plan on like broadcasting it or is it just writing? No, it's um, well, it's a full like package. So, okay. You know, it has um, interviews. Oh, wow. Um, that's actually what I had to reshoot is some B-roll for it to okay. just splice it up together and make it a little bit better. Sure. But um, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, full package, but it's just going to be a you know one of those school projects, add to portfolio type deals. Right. And I've, I've been enjoying that uh, more particularly this semester. I mean, last semester was good, but this semester I feel like is there's been a little bit more emphasis on the projects that we're doing mm -hmm. being a little bit more tailored to portfolio. And you've been in the pro that the sp specifically media production a little bit longer than I have, um, and so you've probably been experiencing this longer. But for me, it's like just now starting to pick up. In the sense of like relevancy to my portfolio, yeah. so it's been I mean, good though. It's one of those things where like I feel like as a student, as us being you know almost now, um, almost like, third years. Yeah, that's crazy. I was thinking about that the other day. As actually, I schedule classes very soon, but it's one of those things where I feel like um, like stuff that I've been using earlier in my career, like freshman soft early sophomore year of like mm -hmm. things I've made in, you know developed and put into my portfolio it's like one of those things it's like i'm slowly transitioning things out with you know better products better um things that i've done in the past you know better edits things like that mm -hmm. yeah your portfolio just keeps getting better yeah i mean honestly yeah it's 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 been good it's been good i can't complain i really mm -hmm. can't do you know if your camera stops after 30 minutes i don't you think know, it does i don't think it does but i've also don't think i've shot 30 minutes straight in a minute. Okay. On it, so we'll see. Well, I'll keep an eye on that timer so I can start and check that timer. Yeah. I think it'll, I think it'll, it should give us an audio cue if it does. But Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know cameras did that these days. Well, there's a lot coming up in the creative space, in which I'm, I'm, I'm rather excited about. Um, you know, I, 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 it especially on like a, on like a really, really broad scale. You know, I think there's some really cool pieces that are about to start coming out. You know, some mm -hmm. some big movies. Um, that's our that's our big deal. Obviously, there's like photographers who are making some mad waves right now. But mm -hmm. do you have a movie that's coming out this year that you're particularly excited about? Um, well, actually, I just saw a movie that I was very excited to see. If you uh, tell me it's Cocaine recently. Bear, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> so recently, I had the uh, great honor of seeing Cocaine Bear in theaters. Um, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> that just oh, felt yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Cocaine Bear in theaters. Okay. Yeah. How uh, was know, that experience? Loved, uh, loved seeing all the advertisements online. Uh, got very excited to go see the movie. And you know, I was telling, I was telling some friends. Uh, I was like, you know, this is definitely gonna be a movie of the year. Uh, who doesn't love seeing a movie about a bear that does a lot of cocaine? Um, fun fact, actually, that I did not know about this going into the movie they had at the very beginning, uh, slated on there. Actually, very loosely, of course, but actually loosely based off of a true story. Huh. Which I did not know. <laughs> so, huh. you know. How interesting. My Aiden Burton's over review, overall review on the movie was I had no expectations going into it. And when I came out, I was just like, eh. Really? It was all right. Wow. You know, it was fun to watch. Uh, there were some good jokes throughout it. But it was one of those things where it's like characters you don't really get attached to. Mm. And then yeah, it's just, you know. That's a bummer. It's one of those movies you watch, you go, all right, got, got some good laughs in it. I'll probably never watch that ever again. In my right. <laughs> but, well, I, yeah. Every time I keep seeing stuff about it, I'm like, yeah, I'll wait till that comes out on like Netflix or something and yeah. like watch it at extremely late at night or something when you're like just trying to turn something on or whatever. But I don't know how you just like watch that movie in the background. That's not really a background no, honestly, movie. <laughs> no, I feel like if you did, like if I was trying to like edit something or work on a script or something and I'm just going to play that in the background, I'm going to look over like every few minutes and not have a single clue what's going on. Right, yeah. It would, it would just be so all over the place and like so not well put together. Yeah. I don't think I've seen any new movies in 2023. I don't know if I've seen anything new yet. Like, I don't know if I've watched any of the new stuff mm, that's come out. Yeah, I probably have, and I'm just blanking. But I don't think I have. Um, the one movie I've been really excited about that should be coming out or might already be out, and I'm really just not 100% sure on, is um, When You're Finished Saving the World. Um, mm. It is Jesse Eisenberg's directorial debut. Very, very excited about. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard about that. I actually, I don't remember when that comes out off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it has uh, Finn Wolf something, Hard Wolf or whatever. What's his name? I think it's Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Uh, you're you... th it's the Stranger Kids. Yeah, Stranger actor. Things uh, main kid. What's his yeah. name? Mike? Yes. When you are finished saving the, the world. world. 2023 drama. Uh, January 20th when you finish saving the world. Tell me when it comes out, though. Or is it already out? Well, it should say it right up there. Right? You'd think on the IMDb. I'm on the IMDb. Do you know I have an IMDb? I actually didn't know that. I do. Wait, you did know that? Yes, I did. No. We've, 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 we've talked about this. Because I think I made a joke about me getting one. And uh, then you're like, well, I already have one. I'm like, oh, okay, I see how it is. Yeah, it got, well, it got pretty bad ratings. Thanks. 5.6 out of 10 stars. Really? I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Like, I don't think mm. that's, it's you know, I always like to form my own opinions. But, oh, release date. Yeah, January 20th. Okay, it's already out. That's about out. We'll, uh, we'll take a peek at that later. Emma Stone, producer on it. Didn't know that. Yeah. Emma Stone, Dave McCary, some other people that I don't know, written and directed by Jesse Eisenberg. That's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. I was just going through a list on my phone of uh, things currently coming out, and it's one of those things where it's like, whenever I go into movies, like, I'll, I'll see, like, different reviews beforehand. Right. So, like, kind of get a sense of, like, you know. Yeah, like. Besides just other, like, other things to get me, like, prepared for it. 
prepared is a weird word. I don't know. What the, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, yeah. have different expectations besides just the trailer. Right. Um, one movie, I haven't seen it yet, and I probably won't. I, But I've heard a lot of, like, mixed reviews on is the newest Ant-Man. Yeah, I have heard mixed reviews on that. I heard the story wasn't strong, but, like, mm. it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, but then, like... One of the reviews I heard was there's I, and I haven't seen it, so I don't have a take on it. But like that, there was just never any stakes. Mm-hmm. You never felt like the, our our lead actor and actress was like ever in really any danger. Yeah, and I was like, oh okay, well, well, I feel like it's one of those things where I mean, I haven't watched a Marvel movie in theaters probably since Endgame. Really, you didn't see Spider Man in theaters? No, okay. No, I didn't. I was like, did I? Yes. Spider-Man. That was the last one I saw. Then it would have been Endgame. Did you see Doctor Strange in theaters? No. Oh, wow. So, um, it was one of those things where it's like, I have not watched Marvel movies act- right. like consistently since high school. And like, out of the shows, the only one that I've really like watched and liked was like Loki. Oh, Loki was great. Oh, Loki was, I really like that. But um, it's one of those things where I feel like it'll be interesting to see how like Marvel, like, you know, as... Bigger yeah. companies they are continues into, you know, these next few years. Yeah, I don't know what they need. Like, I want to say go back to, you know, their old formula, but it's like the story they had was, it was, Endgame is one of the best movies they ever produced. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, that goes to tell you that the ending of the era was needed because mm-hmm. it was a good movie. And so I just feel like they need to, I don't know, revisit how they're approaching this new era I don't know. There's just a lot of mixed reviews and a lot of people saying they're big fans of it, but I'm I'm just not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't excite me. No, I agree. Nothing about it excites it's me. It's one of those things where I feel like a lot of the stuff you see, like we've seen before, like similar story tropes between different movies, things mm-hmm. like that, where it's just, it's not anything new or enriching. Right. It's just, yeah. it's a Marvel movie. It's just a Marvel movie. And it's like, okay, cool, guys. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at with that. But luckily, Endgame or uh, Ant Man is not my most anticipated movie of the year. Same. Most anticipated movie of the year, without a doubt, has to be uh, Oppenheimer. I was gonna say, do you, I was gonna say, do you want to say this on three? Because I know we're thinking the same. thing. Oh, we should have. Dad, yeah. yeah. No, very very anticipating for that. But um, yeah, Christopher Nolan. Um, I mean, it's probably one of the most it's stacked, a loaded, loaded stacked cast and crew. Yeah, the uh, oh, I gotta type it in. I, I mean, first off, Christopher Nolan um, is probably, you know, my 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 top mm. top director right now. Oppenheimer. How do you spell that? Oppen, Oppenheimer. Um, I could take a guess. I oh, know there's two I P's. Yeah, I was gonna say it's O P P H. The the biggest one and the mo- like I'm most excited about is probably because I've been watching uh, Peaky Blinders here recently. Really, and so Killian Murphy. Who's the lead in Picky Blinders is also mm-hmm. uh, plays Dr- J. Robert Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. but Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, <coughs> Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Rami Malek, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, and then I've seen these names, I just don't know them. Uh, Gary Oldman, I do know him. Uh, Kenneth Brog, I do know him. Wow. Oh my. Wow. I mean, this is this is just a stacked cast. Oh. Josh Peck is in here. Go him. He deserves that. You just had to click all the way to the bottom to find Josh Peck. Yeah, you did. He's all the way at the bottom. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it looks visually stunning. It mm-hmm. looks like it stays true to the Christopher Nolan, um, 
you know, making it feel larger than life, but somehow like feeling tangible. Yeah. All it took was dropping a few bombs, but. Right. He did, which is crazy. The fact that they actually dropped bombs. I mean, I know like they were probably just like small little tiny ones for yeah. the sake of, but it it's great marketing. It's great marketing oh, to say that they did the explosions practically. Yeah. Like that's just good marketing. Go you watch a practical atom bomb go off. It's right. Every, it's every film. Every filmmaker's dream. Yeah, seriously. That's what I want to be doing in 20 years is dropping nukes for movies. Right. <laughs> be careful yeah. there. No. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Oppenheimer. Uh, in the same weekend, though, we're getting a pretty big release from A24. I think it's A24, but it is, um, why am I blanking? Barbie, the Barbie movie. With uh, Margot Robbie. Is that Robbie. A24? I think so. I was going to say, I, I'm like <laughs> trying to think of other movies coming um, out of that time frame. That is not what I thought you were yeah, going to say. Yeah, it's uh, her, Margot Robbie, and uh, who's the other guy? I have no idea. I do know him. I have not paid any. Not Jake Gyllenhaal. Light the other movie. really famous white actor. Um, he was in La La Land. I was just going to say. God, why am I uh, blanking? Am I, spa- I spaced on this the other night when I, I was talking to- Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, that's it. Boom. I, literally the other night I was talking about La La Land to some friends and I completely spaced on Ryan Gosling's name. But also, I love how you said the other white actor and I knew it was- <laughs> I hate that I understood yeah, that. It's summer of 2023. The Barbie movie. I even, will say I have not followed that at all. Even the cover is just a B. Like it's the Barbie B for the main poster. Yeah. Gosh, Barbie I know movie. my roommate Ryan was saying that we should go watch it, but oh yeah, that's not even a question. That's a that's a that's a film review. Okay, in no. the theater type episode. I don't think it's a twenty four. Yeah, I was gonna. I wasn't sure about that. A twenty four is a household name now. Yeah, no, they've like you look at them the past decade. They're a household name. I think they're up there. I don't mm-hmm. think they're allowed to be considered this indie whatever. Like, I mean, obviously um, the movies they produce are still pretty um I guess appeal to the indie audience, but like they're just not. Like they're like they do so much more than that. They yeah. I, and and I think everywhere everything everywhere all at once was like kind mm-hmm. of the 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 benchmark for that statement. Um Yeah, they really cemented themselves as a uh as a pretty legitimate Production company. I think yeah. they're up there with Warner Brothers. They're up there. Well, I mean, yeah. Anytime you see Warner Brothers, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we, we sh- it's probably going to be a like, good movie. I feel like all the way up there with Warner Brothers no. is a lot. Yeah, that's, but that's true. I feel like I feel like that stretching it, being like, oh yeah, A24, you know, is on the same thing of like Sony Pictures things. Yeah, like that. Like that, maybe not eh, that. Maybe no. like Bad Robot or like Blue Skies Productions. Yeah. I feel like they're oh, they're God. there. I, I forgot about Bad Robot. <laughs> they, I'm pretty sure they produced Twilight, and I don't know why I specifically remember that. But I think they did. So no, I always have to relook that maybe stuff up. I maybe, never know anymore. Yeah, maybe we're on the on the right track with that. Um, so those are the those. That's that's what we're excited about coming out in twenty twenty three. What are we? What are we? What are we thinking? Two weeks? Is it two weeks from now? Yeah, the day before spring break. So two full weeks. The Oscars, Oscar oh, yeah. evening, Oscar evening is happening. We'll definitely have an episode. I'm on just it. excited about it. I'm just freaking excited about the Oscars. Hold Me on. Too. Here's how we're going to segue into the Oscars. So who do you think is getting Best Picture? <laughs> um, so actually, a um, little forelight. We actually had a full episode. Oh, we did. Dedicated to our Oscar predictions. And I totally wish I could go back and look at it because I remember. It was we good were, stuff. 
I remember going through and looking at all the movies beforehand, and we did like different rankings for like you know, like ten major categories. Yeah, that was that was the episode that Mike's got my mic at least got freaking hacked. I'm trying to remember. Um, uh, let me let me what I said for best picture. I mean, for me, I I, I have Fable. I know Fablemans was up there for me. Um, gosh, what was the other movie I was talking a lot about that day? Um, it's uh, I'm spacing on the name. It's the Netflix. Uh, Oh, all quiet. Yeah, all quiet on the Western Front. I thought I don't think it would win Best Picture, but I was talking about um, overall how I really like that one. Do you um, know, yeah. Do you know what's crazy is I don't think is? Best Picture. Yeah, I don't think RRR got nominated for Best Picture. I think that's kind of crazy. Hmm. Do you know what RRR is? Nope. It's the the Bollywood film that like was like three hours long and it like made so many waves. I mean, it blew people's mind for some reason. So. Best picture, we have Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, The Fablemans, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Elvis, The Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Avatar, as well as All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> I remember we talked a lot about Avatar for a lot of different things, uh, especially like for, like, you know. Uh, best visuals, yes, for best sure. Best visuals, things like that. Yeah, best visual um, effects, SFX, all that kind of stuff. They uh, Imagine, like, it's just Top Gun. Top Gun wins it. Everything just it's all Top Gun goes on a Top Gun. When's the last time a movie did that? I know The Godfather did that, um, and I know La La Land did that. They won like best makeup. Mm -hmm. They won best sat. They won uh, best adapted screenplay. They won um, best supporting actor. They won best actress. They won like they just Mm -hmm. they ran through it. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I would not be that movie. No, I don't think either. If it was, Tom Cruise would actually stand up and then retire. He should, even though he has, uh, yes, part one of the final mm-hmm. uh, Mission Impossible Mission Impossible is coming out this year, and then part two is coming out next year. I thought it was interesting that they made it into two parts. Personally. Yeah, well, in each part is two and a half hours. Yeah, which I know. is imagine, wild. Imagine marathoning through that. That's impressive. Yeah, you know, th- there used to be movies, and I think the Lord of the Rings did this. My dad was telling me about it when he went to the theaters. Is Movies would have intermissions built into them for the theater premieres. Mm-hmm. Like, so while they were on theater run, um, like a three-hour movie back then was a lot. Like, that was a lot back then. Now we're just like, yeah, three-hour movie. Let's get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a, just another end game. And they, he remembers like, yeah, like an hour and a half into it, the movie basically just like had like a fade out. Intermission popped up, lights came up, everybody left for like 15 minutes, came back and finished the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that's a great idea. We should bring that back. I think we should bring back intermissions in the middle of movies. Uh, I feel For, like it's, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you think of it like, you know, that's something you see every single time you go see a musical anywhere. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I feel like, because then it's like you have to play around that, you know? Yeah. Like, you want to keep it still engaging. Like, you don't, because you're just throwing a huge disconnect into the middle of it. Oh. Because I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to my phone, go to the bathroom, yeah. you know, refill my popcorn. Which is the things that need to happen for the movie theater experience. And you either have to go to the bathroom and miss 10 minutes of content, or you go to the bathroom for 10, 10 minutes and, and the movie pauses for everybody. And you only have to hold it for an hour and a half instead of having to hold it for three hours. That sounds like a skill issue. It is a skill issue. That was the wrong one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's still going. We'll say it yeah. again. Oh, sounds like a skill issue. 
Nice. So who do you think is going to get best cinematography? This one's always a big one let me, for let me. Let me look back at the list. So yeah, for the for the audience, we have All Quiet on the Western Front. We have uh, Bardo False Chronicles of A Handful of Truths. We have Elvis. We have Empire of Light as well as Char. Um, a ton of people think it's going to be Bardo. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I heard a lot about that. The Spanish film. Um, I don't think it will be. I would like to say it's going to be Empire of Light, Roger mm-hmm. Deakins. He's just that guy still. He's him. He is him. Um, yeah, I just don't I just don't see it being Bardo, but I also and I definitely don't see it being like Elvis or anything. I mean, mm-hmm. all these are stunning movies. This is a really yeah. good year. These are stunning stunning movies. But I just don't I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Um, but yeah, we would like to know other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. What do other people think about the uh, the Oscar noms this year, as well as the Oscars themselves? And if you have any thoughts, you can leave it on our YouTube, our TikTok, our Instagram, our personal phone numbers, 614 oh. No. <laughs> All in the show notes below. All in the show notes below. If you have any thoughts about it, please let us know. On Spotify, I can even Ooh. add a quiz, a Quizlet, a Q&A area that yeah, I will yeah. literally just say, thoughts on Oscar noms, let us know. We can respond even on Spotify. If you have any thoughts on our topics, is as that well, a new feature? it is a new feature. I say, I'm not familiar with that. As well as we're allowed to also be releasing this video on Spotify, mm-hmm. if we really wanted to. Um, and so, if that's something that people are interested in, we might even try it with this episode of releasing video on Spotify. You don't have to watch it, mm-hmm. but it's an option. I don't know. Nah, I'm excited. I'm excited though for the the Oscar episode where we go through who actually does win. Yeah, well, I think the Oscar episode needs to be recorded live. I think that's number yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I think that we need to have a live episode where we host this. I don't know where would we host this live episode featuring Ashton's apartment because we are not doing it at my house. Featuring Ashton's apartment. Yeah, I don't know where we would have this. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, more specifically, I don't know where we would host it as in live stream wise. Honestly, Unless we could do it here. We could. Oh, I mean, yeah, we, we got, could. We got a TV and a monitor here. Well, I'm thinking, though, we we make it like a whole event, though. You know, make it something that's... Shot it for the first time in front of a live studio audience. Live studio audience. More we specifically, just like digest. our friends that come over mm-hmm. and like get their thoughts, have them sit down on commercial breaks. We, you know, chat it up about random stuff. And it's like it. we just release like a three-hour episode Yeah. that on like Spotify. Or we could break it up into two parts and release a, a part one, part two of our Oscar releases mm-hmm. but also if you wanted to you could join us live yeah i don't know where we would host it though we'll figure that out let us know if this is something you want yeah or if you have any ideas of how you would like us to live stream the oscars yeah if you're into it we're actually so. gonna pirate it pirate the lot yes that we can't do <laughs> which sucks because we can't show like what the screen yeah. is seeing we can only ever show our reaction mm-hmm. so we have to just like make sure they're watching the oscars at the same time well Unless we reach out to the Oscars and say, can we be an yeah. official watch party? <laughs> they won't let that happen. That's for sure. Nah. Ashton knows some people. This is this is how we would... So this is us. So. Hello, Oscars. <clears throat> please. please. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. I realize you cut it back. I'm sorry. So I'd be like, hey, Oscars. Uh, can we... <laughs> live stream... <laughs> Can we live stream the Oscars? And then you would say, Please. Pretty pleased. 
You need to be. You're the Oscars. You're, oh, okay. you're the Academy. So <laughs> can we live stream? You need to say. Oh yeah, Creative Digest. We love your show. Totally. That's. <laughs> I'd say thanks so much. Man, those are hard yeah, to control. Yeah, we way too much fun with this. <laughs> that is hilarious. I think well, it's these... like you press it, and I'm like, I'm anticipating when I hear it back to myself, like, oh, this is going to sound obnoxious as hell. And then it's hilarious. And then I'm like, oh, God, it's worse. I think it's so funny. And then there's, like, stupid ones on here. And then you, like, I was preparing for you to press it, and I still hear my actual voice, and I'm, like, actually caught me off guard. Oh, yeah, that was my bad. I, I co- totally... Totally botched it. Um... There's this too. I in bear with us here. Wonder what this does. Ah, there's music. Look at that. We can mix it in. Oh, hey guys, welcome back to the Creative Digest. Where this is awesome. Yeah, the roadcaster's sick. The roadcaster is sick. So, who do you think is gonna get best costume design? Actually, I need to look at the list for that. I don't think that was one we went over last time. I don't think it is either, but I think it's an important. So we have Babylon. <laughs> That's a That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, who I think will get it, or Elvis. Yeah. And then we also have Everything Everywhere, Everywhere All at Once. Once. And then Miss Harris goes to Paris. Never seen that one. Nope. But I'm just going to go ahead and knock that one out of the park because I don't know it. But yeah, I think it's going to be Black Panther or Elvis, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I, I would like to see it be Elvis. Um I just really like the costume design for that a lot. Right. I felt like it was one of those things where it's like, it's very, like, first of all, just besides it being a very well put together uh, film in general, then the costume design, it really just like, you know, threw you into the movie. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's why I think that or Babylon honestly could get it and not Black Panther. Merely for the sake of. Black Panther, yeah, the costumes were sick. Oh, yeah. And, like, everything about it was awesome. Like, that was just it. It was just, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Elvis does a great job at making you feel like the costumes are real. And, mm-hmm. like, from that time period. And, like, even though Elvis still feels larger than life, it's like, yeah, he's a real person. And what he's wearing are real clothes and all this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. And something that you would expect from, yeah. you know. That time frame. Right. And so I'll take, I'll, I'm going to run with you on that one. I think, I think, that's, I think that's the move. Up next, we have Best Director. Woo! Who do you think of this? Oh, I need to look. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I already know what it is. You're good. Banshees, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablesmen, yeah. The Fablemans. That's are what I was going to go with is The Fablemans. Our boy Steven Spielberg. I just had to make sure that was actually on the list. And I just wasn't <sighs> imagining it. Hundo P. It's, if, it's not, if it's not our boy Spielberg, I'm going to be rather devastated. Mm-hmm. He did win the Golden Globe for it. Yep. And, uh, that was a dub. That was a dub for all creators and all all people. And and so I don't think people fully understand why I just like love Steven Spielberg. Tell us. I love Steven Spielberg. Because him, even Christopher Nolan, but more specifically Steven Spielberg, is he like just literally did not make excuses growing up. He just made. And and the Fablemans does a great job at showing that. Um, as well as He's just such a creative guy, and like he has he has jaws that like you know went through the roof. He has mm-hmm. Indiana Jones that was super popular. He has whatever movie that you can think of that Steven Spielberg Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Like he revolutionized filmmaking Family in the eighties, and films. right, and he did all of that. But then he also did movies like like BFG, or he did mm-hmm. recently The Fablemans, or or, or I, and I'm really blanking on his discography, but he did all of these movies. And but no matter what, it, it just doesn't matter. Every single movie he makes, it just feels like 
he cares fully and 100% mm-hmm. like about he's it. He's fully devoted to it. He's like, he yeah. wants to bring out his image of what he wants this film to become. Right. And he's in, he works with the same cinematographer and the same guy that he's been working with for years. And it's just like, he, he's all about to just, he made relationships and he loves making movies. And it just so happens that he makes a lot of money while doing it. And that's Word. what I, that's what I love about Spielberg. That's what I love. That's my goal. That he's what, like 80 something, 70 something. So, yeah, and then dude's still out, there. still out here making bangers. It's amazing. Absolute iconic films. I just, I, th- that's what I love about the creative industry, I think, as a whole, is that literally you can be as young as you want or as old as you or as you want. Well, I guess you don't choose your age, but you can <laughs> yeah, be as young as you yeah. are or as old as you are and still produce like art. You can still create and it might change forms, right? Like Harrison Ford well, <laughs> I say this yeah. subjectively. Harrison Ford isn't, you know, running away from uh, from boulders anymore, even though Indiana mm-hmm. Jones 5 is coming I, out this year. I was literally ah. just looking that up right now as you were saying it, because you brought up Indiana Jones, and I was like, crap, what's the new one called? It's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny for anybody wondering. Ooh. But, yeah, because I was like, I wonder, I wanted to cross-reference the... Uh, who do, Who is directing that? Is that Spielberg, uh, yeah? Uh, no, it's not, because that's what I was like. Oh, when you brought no. up Indiana Jones, I was like, I last time I checked, Spielberg wasn't... Like directing on it, yikes! Um, it's James Mangold. Okay, that's then, not as bad. That's, he's still he's really good. Fedden Pop Michael is that a cinematographer? cinematographer Papa Michael, uh, I definitely butchering that. I know nothing about him. I might have seen his work, but I don't know him. Um, yeah, not not I'm not super familiar. No, I'm really yeah. excited for this movie. The no, trailer, the trailer, I don't think is giving away a ton, which no. I like because that means there's content enough to make like they're so confident that the movie itself is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll see like trailers and it's like wow that looks really good and you're like oh wow all the interesting parts were in the trailer and yeah. everything else sucks um, like you just see all the action and it's like well this was all i expected i came into here knowing this i didn't get exactly. surprised i didn't get a thrill yeah and and i think Indiana jones in the trailer that they've uh released mm-hmm. so far and i think it comes out in april i'm not 100 percent sure but i think it comes out pr- relatively soon um I'm, it's, well, I'm so excited. I felt like I was a kid again. Yeah. I felt like I was uh, seeing the Crystal Skull trailer again for the first time, uh, you know, for the relevancy of my age. That was yeah. the only one I remember. Um, but uh, yeah, I grew up on Indiana Jones. Same here. I grew up on Spielberg. Um, you know, but but I also I also can't take away uh, from me the fact that I grew up on Nolan. Mm. You know, I grew up on Anderson. I grew up on Wes Anderson. I grew up on... Like all these young young directors yeah. that I all like I also grew up on. No, I definitely remember watching Wes Anderson movies, the yeah. earlier Indiana Jones, um, gosh, like Tarantino films at a way too young of an age, probably. <laughs> Dude, but hey, but he's great, and he's still he's still mm-hmm. around today. Like so many people are like, you need to watch Hitchcock films, and you need to watch this, that, and the other. And I'm like, dude, no. Yeah. Like Hitchcock films just aren't my vibe. Like I liked Psycho, but that's like it. Mm. No. Give me Interstellar. Give me Batman. Give me Inception. That's what I want. Yeah. Those are all Nolan films, by the way. I actually just watched uh, Interception the other day again. Interception? No. <laughs> Inception? Inception. Sorry. Uh, yeah. It, Interstellar right now is my number one movie. And, really? I, and I have very high hopes that Oppenheimer is going to take that place, which would just be another Nolan film. But mm. Interstellar is my yeah. number one movie. Soundtrack. I know, visuals. I, say, I love the soundtrack. Acting. Story. Everything about it is it's great. It's so good. It's so good. Um, no, it's definitely it's definitely like my top two. I don't know. I feel like my number one, it's like 
it's one of those things where it's like it can always change. Right. Like what you're into the most. No, I as yeah. of right now, I'd say it's Interstellar. Interstellar is that movie mm-hmm. that if somebody's like, you got any movie recs? I'm like, yeah, I got you. Like, let me change your life. Let I me- feel like if people ask me movie recommendations and I tell them about Interstellar and they've never seen it, I'm more going to judge them of like, right. how have you not seen this? How have you not seen it's been art? Out, what, came out like 20? 20, like 14, 14 or 15. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, has it been that it's long? It's an old movie. Because I yet, remember seeing that in theaters. Yeah, yeah. And that was mind-blowing. Shot yeah. on IMAX, um, just like every Christopher Nolan film. Obviously, Dunkirk was also Nolan, mm-hmm. and I thought that was revolutionary, mm-hmm. how it played with the concept of time. He's big on that. Yeah. Christopher Nolan played... I'm, I, and it's that, and I'm sure somebody's done a review on this, but it's just now hitting me. Um, that Christopher Nolan plays with the concept of time a lot. Yeah. And speaking of time... It's our time to wrap up. It is time to wrap up. Aiden has class in a ten, little bit. In, t- in 10 minutos. E- 10 minutes. Um, yeah, this was good. Way to, oh, this yeah. is just a good catch-up episode. Way to get the vibes back between mm. you and I. Yeah. I know we, things have just been crazy busy. but uh, We have fun things planned next week. Uh, our guest that we were supposed to have today actually just had a kid. I had a child, yes. yes. And so, unfortunately, uh, he could not show up because he had other things he had to deal with. Right, like but, a child. But... It's okay, because that gives us content for next week as well. Uh, Photographer, business owner, uh, entrepreneur, first-generation immigrant as well. Um, We're very excited to have Timothy on, so make sure that you follow Mm -hmm. all of the platforms. Yes. You don't miss an episode. You're going to want to be on it. Any place you can find a podcast, we're there. Check out the Instagram. Check out all of our personal accounts, everything in the show notes. And... (laughs) Nice. And I think that's it, man. I think that's it. I think that's the cue. Have a great day.